0: barrel roll. Everybody, welcome to episode 126 of The Geek Generation. There's no echo because Mike Volpe's not here to Aww. repeat the, the name. We have two new voices, though. This is our college edition of The Geek Generation. We have Nintendo columnist Damian Cranshaw Hey, everybody. How's it going? That If you follow the site, you've probably seen one of his many articles and then the many that are still on their way because I can never get around to editing them all and putting them up. And also, we have Jen Janet here, who's written for the site as well. Hi. So we have another another female voice on the show. Oh, my Yay! goodness. <laughs> Unbelievable. Uh, I think Anna's been the only one up to this point. Really you feel special. You should uh, start things off. I want to remind people that we have the fan group on Facebook. If you go to Facebook.com slash groups slash the generation, you can hop into our conversations over there. But we have a lot to talk about this show, as we always do. So let's hop right in. Yay. Who would like to start us off today? The two new voices are both nervous and looking around. No one wants to go first. <laughs> I'll go no. first. Ah, look at the brave man's devin' up. All right, Damien, what are you geeking out over?
1: All right, uh, right, first thing I'm geeking over is uh Star Fox 64. Okay. I uh, picked this up in this old gaming shack over by uh my school in Amherst, UMass Amherst, and uh, they were going out of business, and they were just selling all these old games for dirt cheap, and I uh, got Star Fox 64, and I have heard so much about it, and I was just like, ah. Oh, this is such a great game, the game I missed in my childhood.
0: Yeah. Have so, you started playing it
1: yet? Oh, yeah. I've, I've already played through it. And, like, the best thing about it is, like, it's almost arcade style. Oh, okay. So, like, even though it's, like, a story, it's, it's got, like, ultimate replay value because depending on how you do in each mission, uh, depicts what's the next mission you're going to go to. And, oh, it is
0: so good. Is it like you earn a high score at the end and everything that yeah. style of arcade, and
1: yeah, it's like nice. a high score, and based on like your difficulty path, you get more and you know the amount of enemies you kill it
0: is slippy as annoying in that one as he is in the prior games
1: uh <laughs> like yeah, like that's the game where all the references come from, you know like door barrel right and right, all that right stuff that's that's where it came from so, <laughs> nice, loving
0: that one nice, did you pick up any other uh, old school games while you were
1: there? um actually, one of my uh friends gave me some uh, n64 games because their family doesn't play them uh, oh, okay got like castlevania 64 which i've yet to play and uh paper mario 64 in cartridge form which is a really rare to find yeah so. i've heard the paper mario games are awesome yeah my roommate bought his n64 so we've been playing
0: a lot of n64 lately it's, are they all rpg the paper
1: marios oh yeah 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 okay. super paper mario was a little more of an adventure but it was still rpg cool yep My second geek out is, um, I'm having a little more faith in Nintendo. They've been, uh, they had a slow start this year, but, uh, they seem to be picking up with, uh, their all year Luigi thing, which, uh, is like what they've been dedicating 2013 to. And there'll hopefully be an article on the site about that soon. Yes, there will. (laughs) (laughs) I promise. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, I'm excited for, uh, you know, Luigi's Mansion Dark Moon to come out later this month. Mario Golf World Tour, uh, the next Mario and Luigi Dream Team game. And then, um... Uh, new DLC package for a new Super Mario Brothers U, which will be like a super hard mode starring just Luigi. So it'll be awesome. But then again, I don't have any of those systems. But it's nice to see them
0: turning it around. Yeah, yeah. We talked about this on last week's episode that you haven't heard yet because it hasn't gone up yet because of time shifted <laughs> conversations, uh, timey wimey, wibbly wobbly stuff going on here. You mean we're not live? No. Yeah, uh, yeah, totally. <laughs> um, we're live at every possible time that somebody's listening to this. Yes, <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> But we, we talked a little bit last week about how in trouble we think Nintendo is as far as the consoles go. Yeah. Because they just came out with an HD system and then PS4, the announcement. And now the Xbox one will come in months. We're sure. How do you think they're going to fare with that?
1: Um, I don't know. I have faith because, you know, I, I'm diehard. I can't let, say anything bad about them, but they are a little bit behind and I'm hoping that they are able to keep up with this because with PS4 coming out and like I've seen the specs on that that's that's insane yeah it's crazy but um I don't know I, I feel like the Wii U gonna fare well enough because they're finally putting some speed in they're gonna be coming with their their staple games like Pikmin 3 which people have been waiting on for years is yep. the remake of Wind Waker coming out and stuff so I think the core games are finally gonna be in there in the way that the Wii never had them and they're gonna be getting the third party support coming back like
0: you know it darn- almost feels like they need to establish themselves as the kid system like as much as they're trying to appeal to the hardcore gaming crowd and the mainstream gamers their strength is definitely more towards the kid based games it's more yeah more family
1: oriented i feel like yeah if they just pick their niche they'd be doing a little bit better they they don't need assassin's creed but i mean it's nice that it's there for the people that have it sure so i'm just hoping it doesn't turn into another sega dreamcast
0: yeah (laughs) (laughs) even though it's well as far as it didn't do well it's still a beloved system yeah yeah
1: so no. hopefully get my hands on it at one point or another, but we'll
0: cool. see. Any other geek outs? Or? No, I'm good for now. Okay, Jen.
2: All right, so my geek outs—I have a lot actually. Okay. Um, I don't know. I don't think you watch this, but American Horror Story. I don't. You don't? Okay, it's actually really good, and the second season ended, but the new season is going to be about the Salem witch trials. Yeah, they
0: just—it's called the Coven, right? Um, I think I read that the other day. Actually,
2: I'm not sure, but I just heard it just came out. They were gonna. Dude, about Salem. And the last one was Asylum.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And that was really good. A lot of weird stuff happened. I don't want to ruin it for anyone. <laughs> but basically, there's aliens and Frank. There's, you know, demons. It's crazy. That's weird. So, but they make it work. Like, it's really good.
0: Yeah. And well, everyone's like, oh, it's like a 12 hour horror movie. I'm like, that sounds terrible. <laughs> no, it does
2: sound terrible. But I don't know. They just make, like, the writing is really good. Yeah. And it's very, um, they focus on the characters a lot, too, and character development. Well, they and
0: have an amazing movie. cast. They so. do.
2: And I was surprised because I hadn't really heard of many of the people mm-hmm. in the cast. And I love it. It's, it's great. And then they use the same cast members like in each um, like new season.
0: As new characters? Yeah, as new characters. Oh, wow.
2: So it's really interesting to see um, like an actor's range hmm. in that way, too. And I thought, oh, maybe that's going to be weird because I'll think of one character. Yeah, is it
0: hard to separate? No,
2: it's not. They do a really good job. Like the characters, well, the actors really. Yeah. Do they Um, do
0: like big visual shifts like hair color or trimming um, facial hair or whatever?
2: Sometimes, yeah. Not all the time, but they do. And they they did bring in some new actors, but Mm -hmm. like they mostly stayed with who they already had. Um, and my other geek out is Doctor Who is coming back. Yeah. And I've been very busy, so I haven't been able to watch a lot of TV, but I will definitely make time for that.
0: Yeah, I'm excited for Doctor Who as well, mm-hmm. obviously.
2: <laughs> <laughs> definitely. My other geek out is something that I don't know if you guys will be able to relate, but um I went to New York City because I'm on spring break right now. And I did go to this college media It's like a conference. It's the College Media Association um, because I'm a news reporter for my school. And I met Jason Wagenheim, who is the publisher of Teen Vogue. I also met Bria Brissy, who um, works at Entertainment Weekly. And it was really cool to hear them talk about it and just, like, especially talking to Bria about Entertainment Weekly and how, um, like, how they target their audience over there and Mm -hmm. then, like, Writing for entertainment it was really cool because of course, I wrote an article for this website, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and Damien does too, yeah, so it's it was just really interesting to hear what they have to say, and um, I don't know, I ended up learning a lot.
0: You're a news it was geek cool. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> see everyone geeks out about something
2: mm-hmm, definitely.
0: that's cool, though. Mm-hmm. How long were you in New York?
2: Um, I think four days, yeah it was half my spring break. Oh, okay, week. yeah, it was half my week.
0: Had you been prior?
2: To New York? Yeah. Um, yeah. I think this is my fourth time. Okay. Mm-hmm. And our hotel was, it was the Sheridan and it was right between Ooh. Central Park and <laughs> Times Square. So nice. I walked to Times Square like every day. Nice. Yeah.
0: Get some New York pizza while you're there. <laughs> you have to, right? Yeah, yeah. I did. <laughs>
2: there was a 24 hour diner. I can't remember what it was called, but they had like, it was really overpriced. I got a grilled cheese for like Seven twenty-five. Whoa! But you know. Did
0: you get any of those weird New York slices? Like they have. Um. No, yeah. I didn't actually. Aww.
2: But there was a lot of weird New York pastries. Yeah. Yeah. There were these like <laughs> cake balls. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> and they were like. I don't know, it was like frosting and That's sprinkles. That's the thing, like
0: cake balls and cake pops, those are the yeah. trend now. Yeah. And they
2: had like, it was at the Momofuku Milk Bar, and they had like... The what? what, what that? The <laughs> Momofuku Milk Bar. Of course, yes. <laughs> I have no idea where it was, but yeah. we went there. And um, they had like cereal milkshakes.
0: Oh. Whoa. Yeah,
2: it was good, though. It sounds awkward, but it was it really good. It sounds awful
0: and like yeah. pasty and... I
2: don't know, it was good, though.
0: I would definitely try that. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so wait, explain what a cereal milkshake is.
2: Um... Well, <laughs> my friend had them. I didn't actually have them. Okay. But um, I don't know. It's it's just a milkshake that tastes like cereal. Oh, okay. really So it's know not necessarily it.
0: made out of the cereal, just it just tastes like is. it? Maybe it is. I don't know. But oh.
2: it's a cereal milkshake.
0: Weird. What kind yeah. of like cereals? Like Lucky Charms or
2: what? Um, no, I think it was like cereally. y Cereal <laughs> that's very like, specific. Thank you. Like special like K. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> okay. Ew, who
0: wants a special K cereal like I can see him doing Cocoa Puffs or Fruity Powell. No Pot it wasn't or, like that. Oh. It
2: looked like this, the type of cereal that looks like cereal. Or
0: like Frosted Flakes. That's Flags boring. Stuff. Yeah. Yeah. yeah kind of mm.
2: like Frosted Boring.
0: Although <I I laughs> it's a creative idea. But if you're going to go, go all the way. Let's get the yeah. junk in there.
2: Yeah. Exactly. <laughs>
0: Any other geekettes? I
2: don't think so. Okay. I think I'm good.
0: I have one, uh, which by the time people hear this will be over already, but I am going to PAX East, and I'm very excited about it. For one, it's the first time that myself and Volpe are going as press, so we're going to talk to a lot of different people while we're there. Uh really want to focus on the indie game scene and what's coming up there, especially since I've been getting into video game programming and things like that, so uh, dealing with the indie gamers or the developers there. I want to learn about their whole process a little bit more get a whole lot more exposure. But the coolest thing that we have going on is we have a couple appointments booked with a few uh, major software companies. That's cool. So, yeah. So we have an hour with uh, Ubisoft.
1: Oh, no way.
0: We're going to talk about Assassin's Creed 4 and Watch Dogs specifically. Uh, granted, I don't think we're the only ones that have an hour with them during that time. There's going to be other people there. They're going to show us some footage of mm-hmm. a lot of the games. Uh and I'll try to take some notes and do some write ups. There's very minimal recording allowed. So right. I might be able to talk to some people with audio afterwards, hopefully and get that on the show. Uh we also have just the other day we booked a half hour with Volition, who took the Saints Row IP from THQ. Hmm. And they just announced Saints Row four the other day. So we have a half hour where we're gonna see some behind the screen uh behind the scenes footage, first footage which of Saints Row Four, which we can't record any of. Mm-hmm. So it's for our eyes only, but I'll do my best to describe what we see to everybody. So I'm looking forward to that kind of. I like nice. being in the, the the special person <laughs> goes behind awesome. the VIP. scenes. Yeah, it's kind of cool.
1: I got some mm-hmm. friends going to Pax East too. So
0: yeah, that's, that's really cool.
2: My friend is going to Anime Boston. Yep, in May, and I'm tagging along with her. <laughs> She's oh, yeah. going to teach me all about anime.
0: When is it in May? Um, yeah, May. Oh, okay. Because they don't... have Boston Comic Con in April.
2: Yeah. So that that one's separate. Money. Yeah.
0: (laughs) See, I normally don't have to pay for my (laughs) convention. Depending on what it is. I've tried getting in touch with Boston Comic Con. for some reason, the smaller ones, it's so hard to get in touch with as far as press goes. That's weird. Yeah. You would think it would be easier. Like Super Mega Fest that I went to last year, could not get a press pass because I just couldn't get an answer from anybody. Maybe it's just so disorganized. I don't know. Yeah, probably. Yeah.
2: But, so. so
0: PAX will be out for press, New York Comic Con, of course, and mm-hmm. Rhode Island Comic Con later in the year, which maybe we'll have more people at. Who knows? <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's my only geek out, though. So let's talk freak outs.
2: Oh, freak out!
0: You want to go again first, Damien? Uh, sure. All right. One of my freak outs is definitely
1: people who are trying, you know, they go out of their way to try and prove other people wrong. Yeah, they just like nitpick at whatever they say and just try and correct them any way that they can. You're just, totally
0: wrong. That shouldn't be one of your freakouts. No, no. I'm gonna nitpick what you just said in polar Pire. No, go ahead. Oh, that's kidding. it. I'm to my. <laughs> you didn't treat your
2: guest right on your show. No,
0: I'm good. I'm done. It, it was just placed <laughs> irony. Placed irony. No, go right ahead. Yeah, so that's I don't know. I'm just noticing that coming. Any up, specific examples or
2: um,
1: just you know, people that you people I've met at college, people just on my floor,
0: just you know. Is it like the one upsmanship thing?
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It just goes back and forth and then like people don't want to hear it and then everyone gets mad, but then we all sulk and then come back together again because yeah. we're all just such good
0: friends. Yeah. Well yeah, I mean you're you're establishing yourselves in a new environment. Right. So there is a competitive spirit going on as much as you're reaching out and meeting new people, mm-hmm. there is like a all right, well, someone's gotta define the hierarchy here. Yeah. Who's in charge and which is unfortunate, but that's the way like any society goes. True, you kind of break down into your separate pieces and hierarchy and all that. But
1: can't we all just get along?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, just as long as you learn not to argue with the people who are just going to argue for the sake of arguing, yeah, it's usually a lot easier. Mm -hmm. At least that's what I've found. Yeah, Uh, my second
1: freak out is definitely the lack of replayability in newer games lately. Yeah. I've noticed that a lot of games, you're just like one and done. Mm -hmm. Um, My roommate brought his PS3, uh, and he was playing like uh, Red Dead and Redemption and stuff. Mm -hmm. I got some other neighbors that have like, they were playing Assassin's Creed 3. They've had other games. And I feel like once they play through it, they just put it down, and then they just never touch it again. Sure. I don't know. I feel like... Games are getting away from replayability and it's all about the DLC going forward. And then like society is demanding the next new game out, you know, like a year later. Mm-hmm. And any game that takes a long time in development, everyone's upset about it. Yeah. It's like, why can't you just, you know. Start, no, I get start that. And re-
0: replayability is not going around and collecting all of the 100 trinkets that they want you to find or anything like all that. All those trophies and achievements. Yeah, yeah it's the, obnoxious.
1: It's just, yeah, stuff to make you keep the game longer.
0: I think it's that... I mean, part of it is probably that we have so many more games now than we ever really have. Like, the market is flooded. Oh, yeah. Like, I rarely go back to games, not so much because I wouldn't continue to enjoy playing them, but because... I have another game waiting for mm-hmm. me, like mm-hmm. Fallout New Vegas, but <laughs> <laughs> there there are certain, like, I keep going on to the next thing. I have so much I feel like I want to consume mm-hmm. that it's going back to even, like, watching a movie a second time now. Mm-hmm. Mm.
2: I agree. I don't watch a lot of movies. Yeah. And I used to buy a lot of DVDs, and I just don't anymore. I don't buy anything because the reasons, was, it's not worth it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, the reason I have
0: so many movies is because over the years, I've always been a rewatcher and Mm I watched everything. But now, especially since I started doing this, I'm like, well, I have to be up on everything. So I have to watch everything, which means, oh, my God, it's just going to get overwhelming. There's just so much to consume. Yeah. No, I totally get that.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I've, always, I've just always been like a sentimental person, so like I can't do the buy the game, beat it, and trade it in, sure. or like you know rent a game, beat it, and get another one.
0: Yeah. I, I don't always, think I've ever traded a game in.
1: I've only done it for a few, and that's because either the games were really bad, or you know just to con GameStop out of getting, <laughs> getting cash for a scratched-up disc. Yeah, yeah. But uh, other than that, I've always kept everything I've played through every game I have at least you know three or four times just to enjoy it, and I feel like people are a little little shallow and a little spoiled with all the you know the next part
0: of a series or sure. whatever so absolutely plus they're coming out with games like every year now too
1: yeah like yeah
0: isn't like assassin's creed coming out again yeah like this year uh october november or something october i think actually is the next one so how long are you gonna play the the one prior and then when you have multiplayer on top of that yeah so like oh you're gonna outdate your own multiplayer within a year that's crazy yeah
1: and think of all the online
0: servers they're yeah be shutting them down yep but yeah so that's me any other freakouts? No, that's it. All right. Jen?
2: My freak out is giving too much homework over spring
0: break. <laughs> yeah, I had a feeling in my break. Because... <laughs> all right, I'll share on Wait, that. Wait, over spring break?
2: Yes. Oh. Yes. No, I can deal with homework during the week. That's normal. Yep. And then <laughs> college is just... I don't know. I feel like my professors, um, they assume that everyone isn't having homework. So right. they just give you all this homework
0: I'm sure all the just, other teachers aren't giving you homework, so I'll give you plenty to do over spring yeah,
2: break. Yeah, I've been, I think every day I've spent at least two hours doing something. I'm not kidding. Wow. And today, all right, I woke up late because I'm in college. Right. So I woke up late. <laughs> like, up That's up the like, only
0: excuse you need, really.
2: <laughs> yeah. So I got up at noon and I did homework for four hours Oof. and then I came here. Wow. Yeah. Ouch. I know. I don't get it, but that's life.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah, my spring break just started so I'm going to be doing that starting mm-hmm. tomorrow. Yeah. Do you
2: yeah. have homework? Oh yeah. 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 Do you have like projects?
1: <laughs> um, I got like a paper
0: to write. I got an exam the day I come back. So. Yes,
2: I have an exam on Tuesday.
0: And yet you still both have less work than I do. Go <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> figure.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Granted a lot of mine is self-imposed, but that's my own fault. True. Yeah. <laughs> I have to take the hit Keeping on that one. busy. Yeah.
1: Well, if you give the kids less work, this is the less for you, you have to grade. So True. So you're in control yeah. of that.
0: True, but when you see them for so long every day, oh my God. <laughs> uh, any others?
2: I don't think so. I kind of have one. I don't know if it's really a freak out, but I just saw The Last Exorcism too. Oh, yep. In theaters, and um, it wasn't awful, but it was kind of like your typical exorcism Nothing movie. Nothing special. I saw the first one, too, and... um. It was uh it was pretty good. It was all right. I think the first one was better. I think whenever sequels are done, they're never done quite as well. But that's my opinion. Well yeah, usually. it's
0: rare. I mean, there's very few movies where the sequel is better. Mm-hmm. I mean the the mainstays are like Terminator Two is yeah. better than the first Spider Man. I think they 2. try to
2: make it so good because it's like the first one, so they right. want to make a big impact. But um I don't know. I've been watching a lot of horror movies lately. I watched, um, the exorcism of emily rose which Mm -hmm. wasn't very good (laughs) um it was okay um i saw the exorcist and that one for its time was great but i don't know i think i'm just i feel like hollywood especially with the horror genre is kind of like sticking with the same thing
0: horror more than any other genre really goes by trends i feel like there there are very distinct points in horror like uh, mm-hmm. There for a while, it was the slasher films, like yeah. the eighties into the nineties with the slasher films. Yeah. Then I when like Scream. Those. Yeah, th- th- yeah, I like
2: them better. <laughs>
0: that's true. Yeah, uh, when Scream came out, it became the like teeny bopper horror mm-hmm. period, as I call it, where we had <laughs> Scream, and uh, yeah. I know what you did last summer, and things like that. Then the Ring hit, and then we got the Japanese horror knockoffs. Mm-hmm. Then Saw hit. Now it's all what they call more or less torture porn, like, <laughs> <laughs> and that's and now it's just like Isn't things jumping. It, um,
2: I think Evil Dead is coming out.
0: In April. Yeah. Yeah.
2: And that's supposed to be crazy. And actually, uh,
0: did I say this? I don't even remember if I said this in the news this week or not. The the Evil Dead 4 thing? I don't know. I don't know. Well, Evil Dead 4, Sam Raimi and uh, his brother were, quoting, or more or less, they said they were writing Evil Dead 4, but mm-hmm. turns out it's not Evil Dead 4 because you would have two Evil Dead franchises going on at the same time. Yeah, that's weird. But it's actually Army of Darkness 2.
2: Oh,
1: yeah.
0: You oh. did mention that. Yeah. yeah. I remember you saying yeah. that. And I told my brother that today, too. Because <laughs> I know I, I mentioned it last week, but I told it to him today. And he was yeah. like, yes. because <laughs> 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 is his favorite movie ever. So
2: even like the paranormal activity, it's getting. Spoiled. Yeah, that's a whole they genre. Even, genre too they even now. made a spoof movie of that. I saw that, too. I don't even remember what it was called, though. It was uh, like, it was it was really like Ghost
0: House or something. Yeah, stupid. like yeah. something house. Yeah.
2: I don't know. That was OK. Yeah. But I feel like it's just getting really repetitive right now, and they need to, like...
0: Find new ways to scare yeah. you.
2: Which is funny, because American Horror Story is doing that with TV, and it's actually working. Right. So it's like, <laughs> go all figure. right, so there's come a way on, movies, let's done. go.
0: Sure. Yeah. They have the the advantage of the slow burn, though, too. Yeah. Like, they can build things up. I don't know how it is from they, episode to episode. Well, they but, do
2: build things up, but, like, I don't know. They just manage to surprise you, too. Hmm. They have, like, twists and crazy stuff happen, so... they, I don't know. They just do it really well. I think they time out all their stories well too. What
0: channel is that on?
2: Um, FX. Oh, okay.
0: Yep. It's all the peripheral cable channels right now. It's like mm-hmm. AMC, FX, yeah. Uh, yeah. other cable channels. <laughs> <laughs>
1: even like HBO is supposed yeah. to be doing really good. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah, HBO, Showtime, Cinemax. They're even like mm-hmm. Cinemax just launched something that's getting acclaim. Uh, what is it called? I don't
2: know.
0: I can't think uh, of it. Uh, I don't know. I forget. I think it begins with <laughs> a B and I can't think of it right now. But they mm-hmm. have something.
2: yeah. Actually, I just read um, an article in Entertainment Weekly uh, this week, <laughs> yeah. a new issue, where they said sex scenes are like not in movies anymore at all. Hmm. And um... that's kind of
0: true. Yeah. I don't know. But they're about in that. like
2: TV now all the time, like HBO and like the cable channels like that. And it's right. they're like trying to get away from like our ratings and stuff like that because they yeah. want to um, keep their audience. True. So mm. I just thought that was interesting.
0: Yeah. That is a little weird. Mm-hmm. I didn't really like think about it actively, but and yet, yeah. Television, like if you think about where television was years ago when they couldn't even have people in the same bed, yeah, like in the <laughs> 50s and 60s, and now it's evolved well, even so like, fast.
2: Yeah, like in Psycho, that was the first time there was a scene, um, a toilet flushing right on screen,
0: right, which is insane. Yeah, like really, that's <laughs> what we're worried about crazy. Yeah,
2: and then if you go to Europe, it's like, oh yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't matter, doesn't matter. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then like violence is just like, oh no. Can't do that over there. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Everyone's got their hangups. Yeah.
2: yeah if anything, yeah.
1: I think that those channels are like enforcing their shows because they can get around some of the things that you just can't do in a movie. Sure. For various reasons. But like, yeah, just like, you know, say the gore in The Walking Dead or the profanity that they use. It's mm-hmm. like they can just put whatever script they want. And you're either gonna watch it or you're just not gonna watch it. But it's right. like a movie. You're if you go and see it, and then it's like, eh, I don't really like it. You, you
0: know, you're I there. Can enjoy it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can't turn it off necessarily. Right. You can leave the theater, but yeah. How many people do that? Yeah. Any other free guts? I don't think so. All right. I got two. Uh, my first is actually this was a, a terrible one, and it's more of a functional one than anything. Google Reader, I got an alert the other day. Do you guys use Google Reader at all?
1: I actually just started using it.
0: Okay, it's an RSS syndication thing, so you can subscribe to different websites and things. Like, the Geek Generation has an RSS feed, so Mm -hmm. if you were subscribed to it, it would just go... Like, instead of you seeking out things, the articles basically pop up in your reader. It's really convenient. Yeah, it's very convenient. Guess what? July 1st, shutting down. No way. Yep. Google Reader is shutting down on July 1st. It's one more product that Google is just getting rid of. And they say there's, and well, they say it's a a smaller product that they just don't want to continue developing Mm -hmm. because obviously there haven't been any updates to it in a while. But it's probably the most widespread used RSS reader in the world. Mm -hmm. Wow. And yet they're getting rid of it. So I don't know. Maybe there's just they can't find a way to monetize it. Maybe that's the problem.
1: Yeah, I can't put any ads on it.
0: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I guess they couldn't probably monetize it, but people are freaking out about this and they absolutely should be. Because not only is it going to, like, I have to find, I can just find another RSS reader, but I liked having the Google one because it was side by side with my search bar. I'd make it all my yeah. home screen and then that's I could easy. just use it all. And iGoogle is shutting down in November too. So the oh. customizable, uh like, home Google screen that you can move stuff around and move your widgets and everything, that's going away too. I've known about that one for a while, but the reader one is fairly new. And that's going to hurt a lot of people that they'll use reader as their syndication for their apps, like and whatever program or whatever, or for their site. Uh, and yeah. it's going to destroy all that functionality that they have in place.
2: Ew. So mm-hmm.
0: it's going to, a lot of websites, including the geek generation will take hits on their traffic because people aren't able to subscribe or they'll mm-hmm. just lose their subscriptions and go, you know what? I'll just take this as a cutoff point and back away from the whole RSS reader area. Yeah. So I'm definitely mm-hmm. freaking out about that. Uh, the other one is Fucking Comcast. <laughs> People talk about how much they hate Comcast I all also the time. Comcast. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And mm-hmm. oh, man, did they just stick it to me this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was looking at my bill and I noticed it was higher than normal. Not by much, but by enough to warn my look. So I look down and I read on my bill and it says least modem charge like seven bucks. Mm-hmm. Uh, like prorated or whatever. So it's spread out over the year. Meanwhile... I've never had a Comcast modem. I've never leased a Comcast modem. I've always owned my own modem and I've had service at my current place since December. Mm-hmm. And this didn't start until February. So mm. what changed? Yeah. <laughs> so I called them up the other day and they said on February 25th, there was a call from me that added in or not necessarily me, but someone called and added a modem to my account.
1: Oh. So I was that's like, nice. uh, Oh, well,
0: I didn't do that. So, uh, that's not cool. And another thing, they, they were like, uh, you're calling from California, right? I'm like, no. Oh,
2: my gosh. No, 508. checked their
0: identity. Yeah. Right. And, and they could see my number, and I gave them my number. Uh, you guys know 508 is not the no. <laughs> California not area California, code, no. right? No. So not California. So it's the just opposite. like, it's complete stupidity. Yeah, I'm on the other end of the country. Completely. You are as far away as could possibly be. Did you drop your social security card anyway? <laughs> I know, right? So that was already a half hour on the phone with them and they fixed the technical side and they updated and said, okay, we have it to show that it's actually your own modem now because they asked me, I didn't even tell them what modem I had. They're like, okay, we're detecting this modem. I'm like, yeah, that's my modem. They're like, oh, okay. So why (laughs) are you charging me for at least one? If you can see the modem that I'm using and it's not your modem, that should be enough proof to like get all this fixed. But by the time I got off the phone with them, they were like, oh, uh, we'll take care of the uh taking the charges and uh off your bills for now and for your future ones. Mm-hmm. But the billing department's closed for the day, so yeah, you'll have course. to call back. Oh, uh, so I'm in the middle mm. of that whole debacle still. It's still not all wrapped up. It's just a huge pain in the ass. Are they gonna yeah. try and compensate you at all
1: for your troubles?
0: I pff, I doubt it. Yeah. No, I mean they they'll never have their own fault. Oh, we screwed up and we wasted all your time and no, it'll yeah. just be an hour of my life gone on the phone fortunately i like play video games and stuff while i'm waiting on hold <laughs> but well, they make you
2: wait so long
0: oh it's horrible and then they have the the music that plays yeah. so i can't even listen to podcasts or anything while i'm on mm-hmm. hold i have to pay attention
2: <laughs> it's yeah it's
0: obnoxious. so i usually play muted video games while i'm waiting <laughs> just for something to do <laughs> or i'll start putting show notes together and go. then they interrupt me i'm like oh i'm sorry my brain was elsewhere <laughs> i forgot i was on the phone uh but that's it those are my freakouts. Uh, it's a good time to take a quick break and we'll come back with a whole bunch of news. Looking for a way to show your geek pride. We've got a great selection of t-shirts over at the geek generation store to help you out. Represent the geek generation with a G shield logo tee, become Lord of the geeks or rock the gamer shirt. All proceeds support the show and allow us to continue bringing you free content. Get your shirt now by going to the store. Hey Amazon users, if you'd like to help support the show, please go to thegeekgeneration.com slash Amazon, which will bring you right to the Amazon homepage. If you make a purchase after using this link, you've helped the show by earning us a commission, and it won't cost you any extra money. Please use this link for all your future Amazon shopping. That's thegeekgeneration.com slash Amazon. Hi, this is John Schneider, you know, the uh, the Bo Duke guy, or... Smallville guy, Jonathan Kent,
2: and you're listening to the Geek Generation. That's not my generation. That's your generation.
0: All right, we are back, and as promised, we have a whole bunch of news. First one: this has been going on for I don't know, only a couple days so far. Over a week by the time people hear this, but only a couple days from the time we're recording this. Uh, but since leaving the air, do you th- either you guys are watching Veronica Mars? No, no. Me neither. But <laughs> since Are they leaving making a movie. Yeah, that's what this is all go. about. Since leaving the air after three seasons in 2007, fans have been begging the cast of Veronica Mars to put a movie together and properly wrap up the show. Now, six years later, show creator Rob Thomas, series star Kristen Bell and the rest of the Veronica Mars cast have taken the request to Kickstarter, asking fans to put their money where their mouth is before launching the Kickstarter campaign. Thomas went to Warner Brothers, who still owns the show, and asked for their support and financial backing if they could prove that the fan interest was there. With that, a goal of $2 million was set, which is the highest goal on Kickstarter to date that anybody has set. The fans did not disappoint. Wow. The Veronica Mars movie project was the fastest ever on Kickstarter to reach $1 million, doing so in 4 hours and 24 minutes. That's amazing. They were also the fastest to hit $2 million, doing so in only 12 hours.
1: (laughs) Hitting the goal,
0: it's crazy, right? Mm -hmm. Hitting the goal has ensured the movie's production, and as previously agreed, Warner Brothers will put their money into production, marketing, promotion, and distribution. The film will shoot this summer and be released in the first quarter of 2014 for a limited time theater run before moving to release on digital platforms. And they're not done yet. At the time of this recording, the campaign has reached over 3.5 million dollars with over 53,000 backers. Oh my gosh. Wow. That is crazy.
2: Mhm.
0: They I- must be like that good
1: of a whatever franchise if it's got that many fans.
0: Oh, absolutely. There's been a rabid fan base and it's just one of those shows. I mean, there are so many shows that go away. Yeah. And they feel like they ended too soon or they didn't wrap up properly or Or you just wanted just a little bit more. Mm -hmm. And Veronica Mars was one of those that had a rabid fan base. Firefly is obviously another one. That one's brought up all the time, but they, it, this is like a, this is a whole paradigm shift, possibly because this is a whole new model that other shows could follow, even ones that have been off the year. I mean, this was off the year for six, off the year, off the air for six (laughs) years and it's already gotten all this support.
2: When did it start?
0: The Kickstarter campaign or the show?
2: No, the show. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh the show. Let me see, six years. Then it was on for three seasons. So, two thousand four. Yeah. I don't know. I'm on spring break. I don't do that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so <laughs> it was Math on from like count. from
0: mm-hmm. like two thousand four to two thousand seven, and then uh, I don't know. Like I, I never watched the show either, so I don't really know what happened to it. I know it didn't get a proper ending. Mm. And that's why people wanted a movie for so long. Plus, Kristen Bell has said many, many times in interviews and that she it was like her favorite character ever to play. And Mm -hmm. she'd love to do the movie. And then Rob Thomas, the creator, was like, yeah, I have so many ideas I'd like to do to wrap things up and do a movie and all that. So that's all pretty awesome that they're making this happen. And so successfully. Yeah. Like they hit their goal in 12 hours and they're still kicking. It's a 30 day campaign. So they have plenty of time to make money. Mm -hmm. I even I don't watch the show. I threw 35 bucks towards the campaign wow. just because just for the philosophy, yeah. the principle mm-hmm. of what it's, t- it could possibly do because throwing the money towards this is supporting maybe launching something similar for shows that I was watching and a fan definitely. of. So, and now I feel like I also have to go back and watch Veronica Mars and catch up before the <laughs> right. movie comes out. Cause I have a digital copy coming my way. So <laughs> I gotta say Kickstarter is definitely like the thing of the future. Now it's, it's amazing. So well with yeah. the projects
1: that I've seen go through.
0: Yeah. And eventually I'll, I'll get one of the, uh, Things that I paid for. <laughs> ah. But I know I have some coming up in the near future. Like so the Instagram thing? The, yeah, Instacube I should be getting this summer. There's uh, two games I should be getting in October, I believe. Hmm. If not, another one soon after that. And one of them I'll see at PAX East. So that's kind of cool. Cool. Something I backed it. And it makes you feel like you're involved. You can't pay for that kind of fan support. For someone to actually give you their money Mm -hmm. and say, I want this to happen, you're invested more than anyone else has been invested in something before. Hmm. From a psychological standpoint, at least, which is, it's all amazing.
1: It's better than buying into the stock market.
0: Yeah, right? And I'm not sure, I don't know if there will be other shows that see this and go, oh man, we can do this. Or if Hollywood will, like... Right now we see the creator of a TV show and a couple of people from the cast doing the Kickstarter down the road. Are we going to see Warner Brothers Pictures throwing up a Kickstarter to make sure that there's enough fan support before they move ahead with a certain movie idea, you know? Yeah. And then your tickets are already paid for. Right. That'd be cool. Mm -hmm. So I think that's a very interesting business model shift that we have going on here. Yeah. And this is the first to do it, but pretty cool.
1: Yeah. prepay for your theater experience. It's cool.
0: Yeah, I mean they said uh we have a Batman movie money, money, take <laughs> all my money. <laughs> um Brian Singer, uh the director of X-Men Days of Future Past, shared on Twitter a production casting photo for X-Men Days of Future Past, of course. Among these faces that were previously unannounced are Daniel Cudmore, who played Colossus in X2 and X3, Fan Bing Bing, yes, that's her name, uh who will be playing teleporting mutant blink. And Boo Boo Stewart, whose role is currently <laughs> unknown, and I'm thinking, why not just use the cast members' <laughs> exactly. real names at this point? That'd be awesome. So we're gonna see Colossus again in the next mm-hmm. X Men movie. We're gonna see Blink, who I haven't seen before, and then uh, Boo Boo Stewart is being rumored to play either Forge or I forget the other or Sunfire.
2: Mm-hmm. Hmm. I love X Men. Yeah. I love this. <laughs> yeah, but I feel like I don't know. I mean, I don't know much about this particular movie coming mm-hmm. out, but I feel like they just. They've been doing so much over the years.
0: So much X-Men stuff? Yeah. Yeah. Like,
2: I don't know. I feel like there's not a big enough gap between.
0: Did you see First Class?
2: Yes, I did. Yeah. Okay. It was good, but I don't know. Still, I feel like. See, I thought it
0: was the best of them. So I feel their Mm -hmm. current direction is their best one.
2: Yeah. I mean, I like the original. I like, you know. Yeah first one don't even X2. say you like x3 though
0: uh, <laughs> don't say I it stand. oh it's so bad it's so bad it's not, so great, bad. But it's it not is, like it is the opposite of great it is so bad <laughs> i'm the juggernaut bitch <laughs> i mean really Ugh.
2: i was young and i liked that part
0: uh, well to be fair i liked batman and robin the first time i saw it too yeah, but it's okay. when <laughs> uh netflix instant is adding a bunch of dc cartoons to their library Starting March 30th, subscribers will have access to Justice League, Justice League Unlimited, Batman Beyond, and the first season of Batman the Brave and the Bold. Cool.
1: cool. I don't
0: nice. use Netflix anymore, but <laughs> <laughs> they are adding a lot of stuff to their service, so I got to give them some credit. As much as I crapped over all over them when they uh, split their services up, <laughs> mm-hmm. right. they are doing something positive, at least. And they're bringing like other shows back and stuff, like Arrested Development and things like yeah. that, so... They're doing some good. I'm still not over it. <laughs> Netflix <laughs> is still my ex-girlfriend that I'm not ready to get back together with. What do you use for streaming? Uh Amazon Prime oh, right okay. now. Yeah. So that's pretty much the only streaming service I use. And then I get other things through other means. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Whatever I need to do. And I buy a lot of seasons, actually. I have a lot of TV up on one whole yeah. uh, shelf up there is just TV shows. So. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Generally, when I get into something, like if I start watching the first season and I really like it. I'll just buy all the DVDs and catch up that way. Cause I like having the better quality and I'm a collector. Mm-hmm. Like you said, you don't return the video games and stuff. There's yeah. that nostalgia and that sentimentality to it. I like having it. Yeah. That's uh, why when things go all digital, I'm going to be freaking out. Right. I, yeah.
1: I'll never get a downloaded game in full. If yeah. I can
0: get it. In exactly. exactly. I want, I just want to have it. Yeah. <laughs>
1: My precious. <laughs> hey guys,
0: look what I got. Yeah. Um, the half hour continuing with the DC cartoon stuff, the half hour animated series Teen Titans Go. Will premiere on Tuesday, April twenty third at seven thirty p.m. and will be rebroadcast during the DC Nation block on Saturday mornings at ten thirty a.m. Beginning April twenty seventh, the original voice cast from Teen Titans is back, and the fan favorite theme song will also return as an updated remix from Miss, awesome. uh, from Mixmaster Mike of the Beastie Boys. <laughs> <laughs> so That's he's so going to be remixing the theme song. I don't even think I know the theme song that much because I didn't really watch Teen Titans that much.
2: It it was um
0: done by uh. Puffy Ami Yumi or whatever oh, it was—that okay. Japanese—and sure. yeah, I don't remember the song though. Sing it for me. When there's trouble, <laughs> you know who to call. Oh, okay. Teen Titans. <laughs> Titans. Oh my god, the singing. <laughs> oh, That was
1: awesome.
0: <laughs> in unison, yeah. wow. People are gonna be begging to have you guys back on the show, <laughs> karaoke um, style. <laughs> yep. Beware, the Batman will join Teen Titans Go in the DC Nation block when it premieres this summer, both replacing Green Lantern the animated series and Young Justice, which ended their run. On March sixteenth, which is actually the day we're recording this, Aww. is the last day of Green Sad Lantern face. Young Justice. Have you guys been watching either of those? No. Unfortunately, no. no. Well, that's why they're canceling it. Nice job, guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we can start a Kickstarter for it. <laughs> yeah. Bring it back. Uh, they're both good. They're not uh, Young Justice did take a step down, but it's still better than uh, Batman, but where the Batman will probably be. <laughs> we did talk about Saints Row a little bit earlier when THQ went under Deep Silver. Picked up the rights to Volition's Saints Row franchise. The company has now announced that Saints Row 4 is coming to PC and current generation consoles on August 20th, 2013. And that does not include the Wii U. Sorry, Damien. Aww. okay. So apparently they agree with me that the Wii U isn't necessarily a current generation console. Yeah, it's
1: just weird. It's like, you know, you got the whole Blu-ray thing that, you know, the Wii Wii U doesn't have Blu-ray. So, I mean, there's always that. Well,
0: Xbox doesn't have Blu-ray either. It doesn't? Mm Mm-mm. You sure? Blu-ray is was created. The technology was developed by Sony.
1: Right. So it's a
0: Sony proprietary thing. There's no Blu-ray in Xbox 360. They're oh, still really. running DVD. Huh. Yeah. Oh, my mistake then. Kind of crazy though, right? Mm-hmm. Imagine if the next Xbox took the Blu-ray technology in there. Yeah. It would be great for Xbox, but at the same time, it would with help. every oh, system they yeah. sell... They got to kick a little money back to Sony, too. I wouldn't be sad to see that. Good point. But since Blu-ray won the war of the HD video versus the Blu-ray, then Mm -hmm. maybe Xbox eventually has to go, you know what? If we want our games to get up there, (laughs) we got to have the the Blu-ray technology. Former WWE superstar Dave Bautista has officially joined the cast of Marvel Studios Guardians of the Galaxy. Crazy, right? Bautista will play the part of Drax the Destroyer. The character began as a human being until he was killed by Thanos. Drax was then resurrected in a superpowered warrior's body so that he could seek revenge. Batista was last seen on screen in last year's The Man with the Iron Fists. Mm-hmm. Do you guys even know who Batista is? I don't have a clue (laughs) about what you just said. He's a very massive guy. Mm. I'll say that much. Mm -hmm. Uh, He's not in WWE anymore. He's kind of doing the whole Hollywood thing now. Okay. He seems Mm -hmm. to be doing fairly successful. I mean, if he's ending up in a Marvel Studios production. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I think the part was originally rumored to be for Jason Momoa. The guy who played the uh, Conan and the rebooted Conan the Barbarian. Oh, oh, okay. And he was on like one of the Stargate, like Stargate Atlantis or something? I don't know. There's so many Stargates. I
2: didn't watch the TV show. I watched the movie, Stargate movie.
0: Yeah. Which was okay.
2: Yeah.
0: I think I watched it way too long after it came out. and I was just like, oh, this feels old now. (laughs) A couple more playable characters have been added to the roster of Injustice Gods Among Us. Are you guys excited for that game at all? A DC fighting game coming from NetherRealm Mortal I, Kombat studio Nah I didn't really know About it until it came up on the Geek Generation Oh so. yeah that's what we do we keep people in the net <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, There are a couple more Playable characters added players will now Be able to hop into battle as the artificially Engineered Doomsday and the Teen Titan Raven, which feels like oh, kind of a whoa, random that's throw. That's really yeah. cool. Yeah. Although it's not it's not the Teen Titans show version of yeah, Raven. Yeah, right, yeah, right. <laughs> it is kind of an obscure character to throw mm-hmm. in with the mainstream mm-hmm. of like Batman and Superman and Wonder yeah. Woman and all that. So that's kind of cool. In addition to the new playable characters, the game will also feature an alternate skin for Green Arrow, that of Stephen Amell from the CW's Arrow. Oh, Amell nice. will also provide his voice for that version of the character. That's really that's cool. That's awesome. Yeah. So they're coming out with a whole bunch of like alternate skins and stuff, but it's cool that you'll get the voice mm-hmm. as well. They do need to get rid of the stupid paint on his
2: face though, <laughs> and switch it
0: to a mask because that so mm. drives me crazy. Yeah, I don't like it. Speaking of Arrow, which you are not caught up on, Jen, <laughs> Colton Haynes. I don't know if this was at a point you were caught up to. Did you see Roy Harper in the show yet? The character?
2: Uh, I don't know. I just know I got up to the Christmas episode. Okay, <laughs> it was a I
0: guy. Know. It was a guy that uh. Stole, I think, Thea Queen's wallet or purse.
2: I don't during I don't one think episode. I saw that. Okay,
0: you uh, can talk about uh, it. It's right. okay. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, you don't have a choice anyway. Yeah. I know. <laughs> uh, Colton Haynes, who plays Roy Harper, has appeared once so far in the first season of Arrow, but it's being reported that the actor will become a series regular for season two. The character of Roy Harper in the comics was the sidekick of Green Arrow, first going by the name Speedy, which is what they always call Thea. Mm -hmm. He later joined the Justice League, changing his name to Red Arrow and even later to Arsenal. So we have no idea if he's actually going to take up the role of Green Arrow's sidekick, especially when he's been calling Thea Speedy as kind of like a weird nod there. So I don't know if what's going to work there. They got a bunch of potential red herrings to mm-hmm. have a sidekick for Arrow, but and does it make you crazy that they call him the Hood?
2: Um, I thought it was weird at first.
0: Like I don't and know. Then I
2: I kind of got used to it, but
0: I don't know what the CW's obsession was with changing the superheroes' names to something stupid. Yeah, like Clark know. was the Blur.
2: Yeah, for a I while. Saw, Yeah, I I watched all of Smallville, yeah. all the seasons, and. That was kind of weird. <laughs>
0: and then they all... So now they have Arrow and they can't call the series Green Arrow. They call it Arrow. And they don't call him Green Arrow. They call yeah. him The Hood. I
2: mean, the title of the series doesn't bother me, but...
0: Well, yeah, that's fine. But the, just call him Green Arrow. Yeah. He shoots He's green obviously arrows everywhere. Green. <laughs> He's right.
2: obviously green. Just
0: He even uses green yeah. arrows. It's his signature thing. They <laughs> they identify it many times. Mm. So it just seems kind of silly. Yeah. Like, those creative choices I just don't understand.
2: Yeah. Hmm. <sighs>
0: Like little things that don't need to be changed. Like they did, um, they did it with Starling City too, because in the comics it's Star City.
2: I know that did bother me, but I thought it was like some weird copyright thing. But then I was was wondering if
0: someone asked the question at New York Comic Con during the panel about Mm -hmm. that, and the guy that asked it was a total jerk, and he was like, "What do you mean stupid choice?" Like (laughs) he had to just be a jerk about asking it. But he was like, we thought it sounded more official. People will still call it Star City is like the slang term for the city, but no. officially it's Starlings. But why? <laughs> why but change it?
2: don't they know the fans are going to be pissed about like little things? You would think like so. Like that? I mean, they, they should know that.
0: I don't think Starling City sounds any more like a city than Star City does yeah. either. Yeah. Star City almost sounds more official. It's like more I mean, of a hard word.
2: Yeah. And like, if you take Smallville again, I mean, the name mm-hmm. Smallville. I mean, it's fitting, but it is like kind of a weird name. And yeah, I don't know. They still, well, like it is where he
0: grew up. It's the yeah. name of the town, Smallville, Kansas.
2: Yeah, well,
0: but it's still like the whole <laughs> the whole blur thing. Yeah. Like they can never just call him or they call him the red blue blur for a while, which is so Yeah, they changed weird. the name and then he just became the blur yeah. when he wore the black. Yeah. and it's like come on you're dancing <laughs> around the superman thing so much just they do did it.
2: they spent a lot of time yeah. doing that.
0: like the last three seasons were all dancing around yeah. superman just make it happen then we still didn't see him in the costume really yeah so mad anyway <laughs> <laughs> moving on to relevant things that people Nostalgia. care about <laughs> yeah uh after five seasons lucasfilm has announced that star wars the clone wars is ending and that a new series is in development also, the planned comedic series Star Wars Detours has been pushed back. That was the one developed by Seth Green and the, the robot chicken team.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Ah. The announcements came as part of a larger press release stating that Lucasfilm has decided to pursue a new direction in animated programming with the planned release of new Star Wars movies. They are currently exploring a whole new Star Wars series set in a time period previously untouched in Star Wars films or TV programming.
2: Sounds mysterious.
0: <laughs> yeah. I guess we'll get more details in upcoming months, is what mm-hmm. they're saying. Do you guys watch Clone Wars? Or? Um,
2: I didn't watch it, so I can't yeah. really say much. I, I
0: never saw um, it either. I didn't, so. really didn't see it.
2: I heard of it, and then I was like, oh, that's cool.
0: As far so. as I know, it's pretty popular. It, yeah. looks, it looks good. Yeah, I mean, five seasons in. And to do something in the Star Wars universe that people are fans of, when, yeah. when the prequels got so much critique, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. seems to be a success, yeah. <laughs> even just yeah. at that. Uh, we previously reported that Chronicles' Josh Trank is set to direct Fox's Fantastic Four reboot. Two more names have joined the production, as X-Men First Class director Matthew Vaughn is now set to produce, and Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter's Seth Graham Smith has signed on to polish the screenplay.
2: Mm-hmm. So they're
0: bringing in some powerhouses. Nice. Matthew Vaughn is also producing the next X-Men movie, too, even mm-hmm. though Bryan Singer's directing, so... I feel like su- like anything
1: superhero has a really high like standard to live up to after you know the Avengers last year and oh, Dark sure. Knight Rises. Uh, Absolutely. I'm hoping this is something that'll keep the standard up there and people won't be disappointed. Well, there are rumors
0: since First Class is seen a little bit as an X-Men reboot. Mm. There are some rumors that Fox is going to try and do the same thing as Marvel's doing and kind of eventually cross over the Fantastic Four uh-huh. franchise and the X-Men franchise. Yeah, There's uh, not okay. a lot of space to cross over there, though. It doesn't feel like they're yeah. universes that play that strongly. Yeah, together. I think that's weird. Yeah. Like if Spider-Man was hopping into yeah, either Sp- I and mean, he could.
2: Fantastic Four came into the Spider-Man comics like almost right away. Sure. So that would make more sense. And Spidey
0: but... was even part of the Fantastic Four yeah. for a brief period of time. Plus he mm-hmm. also teamed up with Wolverine and people on the X-Men yep. here and there so he can go anywhere but <laughs> these two feel a little forced. Yeah. So if all these
1: superheroes are like chilling in New York City, what's going on with the rest of the world? Right. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> they need to branch out.
0: You know, New York doesn't even exist in the DC universe, right? It's Gotham City, mm-hmm. which is superior, obviously, Naturally, <laughs> Universal Pictures and Amblin Entertainment have announced that Colin Trevorrow will direct Jurassic Park 4. To date, the director's only major film credit is Safety Not Guaranteed, which debuted at the 2012 Sundance Film Festival to critical acclaim. Jurassic Park 4 is still set for release on June 13th, 2014. Uh, This news, I'm saying it, but it really means nothing to me (laughs) because I haven't seen the one film that he directed. Hmm. Do you guys think it's a good move to put a major franchise like that in the hands of a one-time director? I feel Um, it's uh, a little bit of a a risk, but... It
2: could go anywhere.
0: Right. I mean, they... You never know. It it seems to be a thing that's happening more and more now Mm -hmm. because The Amazing Spider-Man was given to Mark Webb. Mm -hmm. He His major film credit up to that point was 500 Days of Summer, Mm. which you don't necessarily see translate to Spider-Man. Definitely not. (laughs) I mean, the relationship building element is there as far as like... But overall, I mean... You're taking a major superhero franchise and giving it to a guy who did mm-hmm. a really nice romantic indie movie. <laughs> so <laughs> apparently they see something there. Now, what did you guys think of Amazing Spider-Man? Did you both see it? Or? Um, yeah, yeah, I, I did not.
2: No. I should, yeah. obviously. You I want to. You don't
0: necessarily but... have to waste your time. <laughs> it
1: wasn't great. Yeah, I saw it like a week or so after it came out. It was, I still want to see it. was see all it. right. Yeah. Uh, I just think the fact that they, it was, you know, they're taking a new direction, but it's still like a reboot because it's like the story of how he got it. I thought it was dragged on a little bit. Yeah. And I feel like they could have gotten more into the action of
0: I kind of have beef with the fact that Peter's like cool. Yeah. Like he's skateboarding. He's kind of like the punk rock type look. And he's mm-hmm. a little cooler than the Peter Parker we all know and love. Yeah. He's not so much a nerd as he's just.
2: I mean, yeah. in the comics originally, he was like the super nerd and right. that was the whole point. Mm-hmm. He's a little so. harder
0: to identify with now that yeah. he's kind of cool. Even though like bullies still picked on him, but you're like, you just, you're picking on him. I don't know. This is weird. It feels like very hipster. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah.
2: Most people I talked to said they liked it. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. At least they gave him like his more of like witty sarcasm <laughs> as a character. That's true. That, was that I appreciated. Really yeah. Mm-hmm. He was very much more a quippy Spider-Man. Mm. Yeah. I like that. Last news bit here. It was previously reported that Emma Watson was in talks to star in a live-action version of Walt Disney Pictures' Cinderella. But an update says that Watson has decided to pass on the project. Production is still set to begin this fall, but a new leading lady needs to be found.
2: Why did she pass on it? I don't know. That sounds great. <laughs> I feel like she could really do that very well. She though. probably
0: could. Yeah. I can see that. Yeah. Yeah, especially both sides. They could definitely, like, muddy her up and mm-hmm. do the mm-hmm. whole stepsister yeah, they thing. Could. And then Glamorize and she has like three movies coming out in the near future, which is pretty crazy. Yeah. But I don't know. Maybe she has something better. That's uh, that's my best guess. Yeah. Who knows? I think the other uh, what Kate Blanchett is attached to it as well. I don't know mm-hmm. for which role, but who knows? I don't know. Probably the wicked stepmother, <laughs> I'm guessing. <laughs> but that's pretty much it for this week. Uh do you guys have any final thoughts or something you want to plug?
1: I have a knock knock joke.
0: Okay. Knock knock. Who's there? Doctor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. do i even need to finish we're yet? not even gonna yeah, don't we're not even all right that was a good one
1: um oh, can
2: i plug something absolutely <laughs> okay i'm a musician and um i have a facebook page www.facebook.com slash jen janet music and you can find links to my youtube soundcloud and reverb nation so like my page
0: you know you don't have to give the www's anymore right <laughs> People kind of I'm just like,
2: so used to it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: You say it all the time. I think I. I, re- I used to say it when I started doing the show, plugging the site all mm-hmm. the time. But then, uh, so it's it's facebook.com/slash/genjana/music. Yep. Okay. Make sure you go to that. Check it out. Uh, let's see. Make sure you go to the geekgeneration.com <laughs> To see all the things that we write about, including articles by these two, Woo. which you can also find there. Some more coming from Damien in the future. Maybe some more from Jen when she finishes all her homework. Who knows? <laughs> Although she's so busy. Who knows? Uh, if you use iTunes, please rate the show and write a review on there. We always appreciate those. Please like us at Facebook.com slash Generation. Follow us at Geek Generation on Twitter. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at The Night Angel. You can send emails to podcast at thegeekgeneration.com or leave a voicemail at 508-316-9787. And as always, the show theme is provided by Machine Supremacy. A link to their site can also be found on our site. So thank you guys so much for joining me this week. Uh, you're no welcome. Bringing some new voices to the show. <laughs> Hopefully you'll be back in the future. Yeah, thanks we for having us. Fun. Oh, thanks for being here. It's awesome. We'll see you guys for some PAX news when we come back next week. So see you later.
2: Bye. Bye. Make it so.